Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Effective Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and today I am joined by Dr. Toby Travis. Toby, thank you so much for coming and joining me. Oh, Dan, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, Toby, you are the creator of Trusted Ed, which is a framework for helping school improvement and developing trusted leaders. Uh, You're also the adjunct professor at the State University of New York College. And I think you're involved in the international kind of process. International Ed Leadership Program, yes. And you also currently are working as an administrator amongst schools and have been a school teacher for a long time. So, you know, you're bringing here a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge and wisdom through your research. So I can't wait to learn more about what is in this book that you've released, the uh, Trust Ed, the Bridge to School Improvement, you know, uh, beautiful book. And we're going to give away two uh, copies of your book at the end of this week that the podcast comes out. So anyone who's interested in getting a copy of that book, just head over to teacherspd.net slash trusted, uh, so trust ed, and you'll land on the page for all the show notes for this episode, and you can uh, enter the competition there to grab your free copy or to win your free copy of one of these two books. Now, Toby, your book is all about school improvement, uh, and it's based on the idea of developing uh, trusted leaders in order to do that. Why is it so important to develop trusted leaders in order to get quality school improvement? Well, it's, the, the why is really answered by literally decades of research findings. Um, what we find is the number one indicator of successful schools is tied to trusted school leadership. And what's really interesting, Dan, is it doesn't seem to matter how we define success. You know, if we equate school success as high levels of student achievement, or we equate school success as uh, long retention of quality faculty and staff, or we equate success as uh, high levels of community support and involvement and volunteerism, all of those have a direct correlation to the level of the trust and leadership of the school. So when we get that right, there are all these benefits that come with it. And unfortunately, although one study showed that 90%, actually more than 90% of school leaders recognized this critical issue of trust, very, very, very few are intentionally building school improvement initiatives around the development of trust in their leadership. Yeah, it sounds like that's kind of like a, a gap then in what they're trying to do because if it's such an important thing you would think that they would be very intentional around around developing that for right. sure well now, i think part of that and if i may is is people you know they look at trust as a soft skill and they kind of feel like well either you have it or you don't and that really just isn't true and what we've discovered is no there are ways to assess it uh, there are ways to um articulate intentional action steps to improve it and, and and again, uh, deal with it in, in really concrete, actionable ways. But a lot of folks don't don't realize that. You know, they just think, oh, either you're trusted or you're not. Well, it's it's it it's not that simple. Yeah, because it's partly about how you're perceived too. I think within that, it's like if you you can be trustworthy yourself, but if you're not actually perceived as being trustworthy, that's a different thing. And that's I think what's really important for that trusted leader is actually have to be trusted, not just trustworthy. <laughs> yes, right. 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 Well, and then that's what I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about here a little bit. What we've discovered is there are actually multiple intersecting components 
of trusted behaviors, trusted competencies, and skill sets. But we find that they all have to be in place and working together for high levels of trusted leadership to be there. Because someone might have, as I say, they might have great relational skills, for example. You know, they're just a nice person and they've got that ability to build warmth, rapport with the people they're leading. But if they do not have the skill set in what they're leading, you know, so in a school situation, as a school leader, if I'm not competent when it comes to curriculum, instruction, and assessment, well, no matter how nice of a guy I am, they're not going to trust me if I don't know what I'm talking about. So there's also that element of competency in what you're trying to lead. Yeah. That, Toby, throughout this book that you've written and your whole framework, you've really used the analogy of a suspension bridge to describe all the different components that are required to do this whole school improvement and focusing on trusted leaders. Can you give us a brief walkthrough? You know, I don't want to, the podcast to go for three hours. because <laughs> right, right. Go buy the book. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. Exactly. But if you could give us a brief outline of, of what the bridge is, what it symbolizes and the different components sure. and what that means yeah. for us. Well, and I always like to give my my wife credit. You know, I I came through the doctoral dissertation program, you know, uh, process, and had all of this information. It's like, oh, how do, how do I communicate this? And she was the one who said, well, she said, sweetheart, isn't it really just like a bridge? And the more I thought about it, that was perfect analogy for us to tie this all together. So, think about how a suspension bridge works, and it has these these interlocking components that must all be in place. It has a foundation. In leadership, we're talking about beliefs and values. Uh, It has a substructure. This is connecting everything to those beliefs and values. It has bearings. This In a bridge, this is the moving parts that you don't really see. There we talk about the ability of leaders to be involved and flexible. Um, The girders of a bridge, the beams that go underneath, well, they look different based on the size of the bridge and the context of the bridge. So here we talk about those skill sets of being able to adapt and contextualize. The superstructure of the bridge, the most visible, is culture, relationships, and there are skill sets related to that in leadership. And then the deck of the bridge is what appears to be simple, right? It's, It's just pavement with a couple of lines. Well, this is also what uh, good communication skills, clarity, order, uh, you know, as leaders, it should be obvious where we're going, what lane we're in, you know, and, and, and what the markings are to get there. And then we talk about the suspension cables of a bridge is really kind of the best practices that hold it all together. So what are these very specific things we can do to keep those six major components all working together so that people can get from where they are for, to where they want to be? So there you go. That's the bridge in its essence. What are your two favorite, you know, maybe the more, more important of those cables, you know, the important best practices that you think teachers and leaders should be doing? Well, I, I think the when I think about the substructure um, portion that we talk about, which is this idea of connecting everything to your beliefs and values. Schools are usually really good, especially in the private school sector, um, really good at spending lots of time on mission and vision. You know, they'll articulate these documents. They'll be everywhere. But then where they fall uh, short often is being consistent and actually operating every day, every policy, every program is thought through and evaluated by that mission and vision statement. So it's that idea of let's connect what we're doing. And here, where we lose trust is when we're not being consistent to who we say we are. 
And that that one you see frequently uh, leaders stumbling over. They're they're doing something maybe more efficient. They're doing something uh, that may have some benefit to the school, but it's not focused and zeroed in on the unique mission of the school. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the work of Jim Collins and his uh, Good to Great. You know, the good is the enemy of great. We schools can get involved in a whole bunch of good things and never become a great school because they're not staying focused to their unique mission and vision. Um, I think another component that I do like to talk about a lot is, is the deck, this idea of order, clarity. Uh, it, it's, it's hard work, but often what we find is less is more. You know, you can take a, a good trusted leader takes very complex issues and is able to boil them down in a way that's that's simple to communicate for people to understand and people to kind of get on board, as it were, or get in the lane on the bridge and travel in that, that same direction together. But it takes real intentionality and, and consistency. Of, again, it goes back to mission. Where are we going? What What's our unique um, offering that we have for students and for families? So, Toby, can you tell us where could a school teacher or a school leader start this week to really get themselves moving in this direction of becoming more trusted or moving the school in the direction of you know, this school improvement that's based on a trusted model? The real first step is that willingness to look in the mirror. You know, people often, they're asking me that kind of a question, Dan, they're looking for an action step. You know, you know what's, what's a practice I can do? And we can talk about those if you like, but really the first step is really a state of mind. It's a paradigm. It's, I've got to be willing to be assessed. I've got to let others speak into my life. I've got to be honest, again, looking in the mirror. So I, we've worked really hard on developing assessments for school leaders. Um, so they've got some data about their level of trust. And so we've built a, a 360 that we use. But you don't need necessarily that tool. A teacher can do this just by opening themselves up to some peers that they trust and say, Tell me how I'm doing with this. Um, we've created, and, and I know you'll share the website later and the contact information, we actually have developed a free self-assessment and where they can answer about 48 questions about themselves and it'll give them um, some scorings on these six components of trust as a teacher or as a leader. And um, that's a great, that's the place to start. You have to be willing to assess, okay, where am I? Where, again, self-assessment, get others to assess you. And once you know, okay, this is probably a clearer picture of reality, because often we don't have an honest perception of ourselves. You know, of course I'm trusted, right? And uh, so the very first step is just that humility, being willing to listen and let others speak into your life. So that's, that's step number one. Yeah, I think that's really important, Toby, that idea of self-reflecting and really looking at where you're going as a leader, whether or not you are trustworthy. And really, you can only work out if people are trusting you or if you at least seem to be a trusted person by actually getting that peer feedback. So I think that's super important. And thanks for talking about your, your free assessment too. I will definitely put a link to where people can go and yeah. get connected up and, and grab that free assessment. Can you just, as we finish up here, can you tell us where listeners can go and connect with you if they want to learn more? Uh, where can they find your book, you know, this trusted, you know, the framework for school improvement book? Where can they go and find all you? And the book's available on Amazon. You know, so Amazon.com. 
AU, is that what it is in your part of the world? And, yeah, um, something like that. <laughs> now, anywhere Amazon is, is you, you can find the book. And more information and, and reviews of the book you can find on Goodreads and um, obviously uh, anywhere where books are being reviewed. To connect with, with me and to learn more about the Trusted Framework and our consulting and training resources for schools and school leaders, you can go to trustedschool.org, um, or you can just go to my name, tobytravis.com or tobytravis.org. That'll get you there as well. And, um, and there's contact information there, and just really, really happy to, to assist and support um, anyone that is struggling with these issues of restoring trust, developing trust, maintaining trust, uh, because it is the key element uh, to school improvement. Well, Toby, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure to have you. And listeners, if you would like to come and get, you know, if you want to win a copy of Toby's book, the Trust Trust Ed, the Bridge to School Improvement book, please head over to teacherspd.net slash trusted, so trust and ed at the end. You'll land on the page and you can find out there how to win a copy of the of this book. And I'll be announcing who the winners are on Friday this week. And if you enjoyed the podcast, I would love it if you could leave a review. And of course, make sure that you come back and subscribe so that you can be with me next week when we look further into education and how we can be effective teachers.